So this afternoon we'll continue with the metta practice and complete all of the five individuals that are traditionally offered in the metta practice, starting with oneself, then on to a benefactor, a dear friend, a neutral person, and then a difficult person. And the practice is uh, divided in such a way, progresses in such a way, that we can, with the first ones, develop our metta, uh, strengthen our metta, our capacity to offer loving-kindness. And it helps us to be able to offer our loving-kindness to the last one, the difficult person in this progression. So it's, it's really good for you to follow along in the progression and not try to get to the difficult person too soon so that we can develop and empower, strengthen our practice before we get there. I'll give you some, uh, some further instructions once we get to the difficult person. But just for now, remembering that it's possible and part And it's also part of the metta practice for us to experience the opposite of metta when we experience ill will, especially when we get to the difficult person. Or we could experience attachment, wanting it to be in a certain way, our relationship to be in a certain way. So both of these could come up, and sometimes quite strongly, when we uh, open to this particular person that we've chosen. It's helpful for you to either go back to yourself if it gets too difficult or to choose another person once you get to this place. I'll remind you during that time and in the meantime we'll begin with oneself or the benefactor and go from there. So take your posture again Remember to be comfortable, and there's still a couple of chairs available. If you feel like getting into a chair, there's one here at the front, and yeah. It's hard to be loving when you're in a lot of pain, so be comfortable. And remembering again that this is a a concentration practice. So it's helpful to keep the body as still as you can keep it. Move it when you need to, but just quietly and mindfully. Let your eyes gently close. Bring a gentle attention to the body. as if your attention were sort of like a bubble around the body, receiving the various sensations arising and passing away. It's helpful to connect the attention and begin the attention with the body, grounding the attention there. Gently connecting with the area around the heart, your physical heart, breathing in and out from that place. And it's helpful to start with an intention with regard to our practice having our intention to simply be to cultivate and develop loving-kindness in our own hearts. When we offer loving-kindness to ourselves or others, allowing it to be simply an offering. No need to have any acknowledgement from anywhere. No need for that person to change in any way. It's really and truly a generosity of the heart. 
offering without asking for anything in return. So breathing in and out from the heart center again. And we begin with oneself. And if you know that that's challenging, you then begin with a benefactor, changing the words as you need to. So beginning with oneself, you might start with having a sense of oneself as you were as a child. Maybe you would envision yourself as a child in that very receptive mode that children have. That very innocent place. Sensing yourself as a child when you felt really safe, if you can. And if you can't, just offering metta to yourself as you are in this moment. Remember the goodness about yourself. Remembering your wholesome qualities. Let yourself open to that without shyness. Just being honest and truthful about your generous heart, your kindness. Anything you remember about an incident where you offered yourself to someone else, a listening ear, some understanding, And then offering oneself or the benefactor your loving kindness, your goodwill, allowing each phrase, each offering to be imbued with goodwill. Just different ways of saying to yourself that you offer yourself goodwill kindness, a gentleness of heart. May I be safe and protected in all ways. Allowing that energy to rise up from your heart center like a gentle fountain, if that helps you. Filling every part of your body, inside and outside. May I be safe and protected. be peaceful and happy. Repeating gently in your own way, your own rhythm. Peaceful and happy.
you can put your hands on your heart area and let that offering go through your hands into your own heart. May I be healthy and strong. May I take care of myself with gentleness and wisdom. May I be safe, peaceful and happy. healthy and strong. May I care for myself with gentleness and wisdom. Find your own ways. Use your own words. Just use one or two phrases. Keep it simple. remaining here if you choose to, or moving on to a benefactor, someone you can easily offer your goodwill to. 
choosing that person, being as clear as you can be in a visual sense or a felt sense of who this person is. You can silently say this person's name if it helps you. It can be an elder or a child or an animal friend. And take some time to remember something about this person that opens your heart, that acknowledges this person's goodness. Remembering a situation your gratitude. And then offering your goodwill. Allowing the energy of your goodwill to stream from your heart center. as much as you can, so they're not just words. May you be safe and protected in all ways. Peaceful and happy. May your body be a vehicle for liberation. May you be at ease with all the conditions of your life. Or simply, I offer you my unconditional goodwill. Continue on in your own way.
when there are no words, let your out-breath carry your offering. Make your offering. Now moving on to a dear friend or a loved one, where you may choose to remain with the benefactor. So again, choosing someone that's easy to open your heart to. Sometimes choosing people very close to us gets very complicated. So find a person that's not going to bring up so many complexities for you during this time. Have a clear sense of who it is. A visual sense, a felt sense. and connecting even more by remembering something about them that you appreciate. ready, offering your goodwill, continuing with the phrases that work for you, safe and protected, peaceful and happy, healthy and strong.
And when you're ready, moving on to another dear friend or loved one. Someone's usually waiting in line, asking for their turn. So you can choose that person if you wish. Or whoever you wish to choose. Having a sense of who it is. Silently saying their name, if that helps to clarify. And again, connecting by remembering their goodness. Continuing with your own offering of goodwill, your phrases or words. If it gets hard, see them as a child. Now moving on to a neutral person, someone you feel fairly neutral towards. You can choose a staff person here, someone in your neighborhood at home.
if you can't envision that person, it's okay. Just kind of remembering the general place where they might work or live or be. It could be somebody's pet in your neighborhood. So with this being, we want to reflect upon how all beings want to be happy and peaceful. The young and the elderly, the rich and the poor, those in good health and those who aren't. All beings want to be happy. Feel safe. Be peaceful. Now let the energy of the momentum of your loving-kindness carry forth to this person. May you be safe in all ways. Protected from inner and outer harm. be happy and peaceful. Staying on track, continuing on, using your words. Now moving on to the last individual, someone you are having difficulty with. Be sure to choose someone that you can have a chance of opening your heart to. Not choosing your arch enemy, for example, if you have one. Have a sense of who it is. 
And now with this person, we want to also do the best we can to acknowledge, to recognize their good qualities. There might be something about them that you can appreciate. And if that's challenging, then remember their suffering in a way that can open your heart. Give your heart some time to make that connection. See them as a child, if that helps. And if you can, envision this person in a place that feels safe for you. Go ahead and do that or sensing that person in a place that feels safe for you. As you offer this person your goodwill. Continue to let the momentum of your goodwill that you've practiced with the others, allowing it to flow towards this person. Connecting with that momentum. Remembering this person. May you be safe and protected. Just as I wish to be safe and protected. May you be safe and protected. May we be peaceful and happy. Allowing that natural release from your heart center of goodwill to this person. May you be healthy and strong. Take care of yourself with gentleness and wisdom. How would you tell this person that you're offering your goodwill? As much as I can, I offer you my goodwill. 
if it gets difficult in your own heart, turn that loving kindness towards your own heart, however it's feeling. And now if you can, maintaining that person in the field of your metta, loving kindness. And if it's possible, put next to that person one of your dear friends. Takes a little concentration. And your other dear friend with your benefactor nearby. And your neutral person, as many as you can remember. If you can't remember them all, it's okay. And then see what happens if you send, when you send, your goodwill to all of these as a group, including this person you're having difficulty with. May you all be safe. Protected by your innate goodness. be happy and peaceful. Let that energy of loving kindness be boundaryless, connecting with all of them equally as much as possible. all be healthy and strong. Just as I wish to care for myself with gentleness and wisdom, may all of you care for yourselves with gentleness and wisdom. gently coming back to your own heart center, connecting your energy and your loving kindness there, breathing in and out gently, feeling your presence right here on the cushion. And sharing the merit or the beneficial energy of what we've practiced today, what we've developed today. Also as an act of goodwill, sharing this beneficial energy with all beings here, with all of our family, our loved ones, and with all beings everywhere by the sharing of this merit, this beneficial energy, may all beings be happy, all beings be peaceful, may all beings be liberated.
So do you have any questions this afternoon? Yes. Um, it occurred to me in the um, metta for the difficult person mm-hmm. that there is implicit in there is forgiveness. Is mm-hmm. true? Implicit in there is forgiveness. Um, not always for everybody, but there could naturally be some forgiveness in there. Yeah. In, in a way, you could say that it is implicit in that if we can open our hearts to someone, we can let go. Yeah. We can let go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forgiveness is letting go of all hopes of a better past. Right? <laughs> so... Yeah, so we're just letting that go, coming to the present moment. This is where we are now, at least in this moment. Yeah. Yes? Uh, for me, the benefactor and the loved one are the same person. Uh-huh. Um, should I put another person in that category? Could I use that in both times? Could you use uh, the same person for the uh, benefactor and loved one? Surely, that's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it might change, but for now that's how, how it goes. Yeah. Back there. When we're practicing to say at home, is it best to, to uh, do metta in one session, or is it all right to combine it with sitting in Is it best to do... Yeah. Uh, when doing, um, practicing at home, is it best to do metta all in one session or combine it? Either way is fine. Just make the decision what you're going to do. Um, sometimes I find it helpful to do a little metta just before the vipassana because it, it relaxes the heart, it, it softens the mind, and uh, it helps with concentration. So maybe five or ten minutes of metta. You don't have to do the whole progression as I was doing it now. Just choosing oneself someone that's easy, and maybe going on to another easy person. I wouldn't necessarily choose the difficult person all the time either. But sometimes we know that because the mind has been filled with ill will or fear, that uh, it's good to do loving kindness for the whole sitting session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, did Steve not do it because men don't do a good job at metta? <laughs> <laughs> so there was a, an assumption that Steve was going to do it because it's the third day and, you know, we're trading off. We don't necessarily trade off that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, Steve handles the beginning and the end of the day, and normally I handle the middle of the day. So, uh, but men of course do a good job at doing it. (laughs) But I'm still trying to get Steve to do the loving kindness. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Will this session be available on Dharma Seed? Yes, it will. It it was recorded. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. And a lot because you've been practicing, you know, for these days now. So your mind is more relaxed and more calm. That helps an immense amount. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yes, outside, yeah. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, just not um, when I need to do it here. I don't know. Do you have any suggestions? Mm-hmm. So having a difficult time tapping into the metta yes. during this day, which is the third day. Yes, yeah. 
you know, it's with all of this practice, we have to have a lot of patience. And just giving ourselves a lot of room to not be able to do it and to just keep on track, just keep coming back to it. Find out, look in your own heart to see what helps you. What words help you? Maybe a certain person that you bring up. Was it better with any one person? Uh, yes. Okay. Staying with that person. How about when you go to yourself? More, more trouble with that. Okay. Also when um, imagining myself as a, a, a child, but then it's like I'm, it's still another person. I'm yeah. Another. Don't go there then. I mean, just, <laughs> I'm always giving you the option, if it helps you, you know, so if it doesn't, you just have to kind of use your own. It's not like I'm directing it to myself then. Yeah, so then it doesn't help. So uh, just go to yourself as you are here. Yeah. And have you tried walking, doing the metta practice while walking? Not, not yet. No. Yeah. See if that helps while you're walking. And you know, sometimes, um, truthfully, it takes time. It takes maybe several retreats before someone can really find a connection with metta. And sometimes it takes several years. You know, I've, I've had people walk out on the metta because it's just so hard. It brings up so much hardness in the heart that it's hard to open to that. So it's interesting, you know, people say, I have aversion to metta. And <laughs> so that's the very thing, you know, that we're, we're trying to... Mm. Um, so, you know, this is a very good conversation that we're having right now because it, it really does, what you're saying really can help a lot of other people understand. And maybe some of the comments I'm making can help you look to other places. For example... Maybe when you're outside and you're walking and you're just sensing metta, you feel metta, not just because you're doing the practice. Really know it at that moment. Um, Don't forget to notice that moment. Oh, this is a moment when I feel really connected to maybe it's something like you see the birds or you hear the birds or the squirrels that are around here or all of a sudden, you know, you're in the line with the with the cooks bringing out their food, and you just have a welling of gratitude for all their hard work. And that's metta. You know? So know that moment right then and there. And then choosing the right persons. Um, sometimes you have to audition a lot of people before, <laughs> before you get to you know, the person that really works for you. Yeah. So find, find your way with it and give yourself a lot of time. Yes? So when I was choosing my benefactor, I felt a real sense of unworthiness to, to offer them this gratitude. Uh-huh. Unworthiness. Feeling unworthiness with the benefactor. Yeah, you're bringing up a good point that when we do this practice with the benefactor, there was a sense of unworthiness coming up to offer um, your gratitude to this yeah, person. You know, it's just little old me, you know. Yeah. So, but it's, I, what I heard you say is that when you recognize that there was unworthiness, it became easier. So that's really important to understand that. Uh, in, in the metta practice, we need to employ some of the vipassana too. So when we recognize any of the near or far enemies, um, unworthiness is, is a form of self-hatred in a way. So when we recognize any of that, then we, we notice it. But without a kind of staying there, we just notice it, and then we can go back to the metta practice. And oftentimes it will ease out. But if it doesn't ease out, then choose another person. Yeah. And then if you still feel a lot of that, go back to yourself. Try to stay with the metta. But if that, none of that works, then you switch to vipassana. But you always try to stay with the metta in some form.
-hmm. When you um, suggest somebody that you have a difficult relationship with, you know, I think of somebody that perhaps I feel resentment toward. Mm -hmm. um, but can you talk about offering meta toward to somebody that, that I've been unkind to? Some offering metta towards somebody that you've been unkind to. Yes. yes. Uh, you know, that's why I try to use um, the words that this person is someone you're having difficulty wor with. It's not necessarily someone who's difficult. Uh, so make that distinction. And so your heart may be having difficulty with this person that you've been unkind towards, right? There's some kind of quivering in the heart or some kind of, I don't know, discomfort in the heart in, in regards to that person. So that person can be in that category, sure. Don't forget to come back to yourself, though, after offering to that person you felt there was some unkindness to, then come back to yourself. It's, it's also a way, as she brought up, the woman behind you, it's also a way of uh, offering forgiveness to yourself. Mm. Yes? When in terms of choosing people in the different categories, uh -huh. um, some people seem to flow very easily, and it almost feels like cheating to go back to them, like, oh, we've done that, and we're good to go, and then kind of move on to the next one, and it gets more challenging. I'm just not sure if it makes more sense Yeah, so either staying with the person who's easy or the choice of going to a person, the next person, more challenging. You know, it's really up to you, but that's why I do give you the choice. If you feel like you're really developing your metta, your capacity to offer goodwill, sometimes I do make the choice, and more often than not, I stay with the easier one. And I just continue with that one, continue with that one, and then I go on to the next person. I know here, you know, you're hearing my voice and it's kind of hard to be on your own go back, going back when I'm talking about the next person. But in your times alone, and I suggest that you try to do, if you're interested, try to do another metta practice when there's no instruction being given and see how that goes for you. And then really stay with the ones who are easy not even go on to the difficult person. You can stay the whole time period with uh, someone that it's, it's easy for you to offer your goodwill to. But also, I, I mean, sort of not, not even including a difficult person, just the people that are just really easy to, to offer loving kindness to, whereas some other people seem a little more challenging, even though they're benefactors or loved ones. Uh -huh. But they're not, they're not in the difficult category. I found in the difficult category, it's just yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, connect with the easy people uh, so that you can develop uh, a strength of metta. That seems to be what organically is happening. And then you can go on. I mean, you might not find a difficult person in this sitting or the next sitting or the whole retreat, but at some time, I mean, you'd be really unusual if, <laughs> if there weren't a difficult person. I mean, there's, you know, some people, maybe it's not a real difficult situation, but somebody that just brings up annoyance in your, in your heart. Yeah. One back there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
so with, when there are several persons for, for a particular category, choose a person you have the best connection with at that time. That would be the way to choose. And then, I know you didn't ask this directly, but sometimes there is more than one person. You know, several people come up and you don't know which one to choose. For doing this practice, it is better to choose one person because it's easier to develop concentration for most people. If the others really are saying, you know, I want to get in there too, just let them be in the background. I just let them in. And I, my focus is on the one person. And, and my mind is like saying, I'll get to you, don't worry. I'll include you later. Yes, from day to day. Yeah, go to another person. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Yes. Two questions, comments about one. Sometimes I had trouble finding someone in a category. I felt a lot of sadness about that and anxiousness about it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That, to, when you were doing the practice, you just organically went to, I forgive myself for unskilled actions. That's a, definitely a form of metta. So that's fine. Those words are, fit right into metta. Forgiveness does, definitely. When you're having a hard time choosing someone, go to yourself if you can. And use those kinds of words that help you open your heart to your own offering of loving-kindness. One last one here. Yeah. Yes. Um, I know that we're supposed to follow the progression that you've laid out and, and all, all teachers that I've had has, have laid out. Um, and it's my understanding that the reason for that is to cultivate sort of a... Um, Momentum? Yes, uh huh. Cultivating co- momentum with this progression. Okay. The issue for me is that um, I I can get the momentum for pretty much anybody but myself. Uh huh. So it's do I move myself to a different part of that? Yeah. So can get the momentum with anybody but oneself. Yes. Yeah. And, and I do sometimes connect with it, but it's not. It's not yeah. really. Mm-hmm. So um, you can just wait, and maybe for some people, oneself is the last category. Yeah. So develop the momentum, and then put oneself in the last category because that's the most difficult person, the most um, you know challenging person. And then sometimes you just need. There are a lot of people they can't do oneself for a long, long time. So let it be so and just uh, have patience. Patience is going to help us all along the way. Yeah. By the way, I also meant to say that um, if you're not having a feeling of metta, it's totally okay. Sometimes we can just have this metta thought. It's just a thought. It's better that thought than any of the other thoughts we might have. So that's the way I would rather have that thought, you know, may you be happy and peaceful than anything else I could say to any, that person, even if it is somebody other than the difficult one for me. Um, so think of it that way. Consider it that way. In time, as you uh, say your phrases over and over again, in time it will be filled with a real feeling of loving-kindness. Tomorrow we're going to start the equanimity practice, and you've done really well with this practice, so thank you so much for uh, being good yogis with this. And it's going to change a lot tomorrow. I'll, I'll be giving you the instructions tomorrow. However you thought the equanimity practice uh, is going to be, it probably won't be like that at all. So, (laughs) you'll see tomorrow. Okay.
Thank you.